Welcome back to At the Heart of Art podcast. I'm your host, Pam Ewell. I met today's guest at her exhibit at The Cove and fell in love with her work. She's an artist, a creative coach, a Pilates instructor, and hold, holds artists' retreats. Welcome, Carol Lockwood. Good Thank morning. You. Thank you. Happy to be here. Great. I'm so glad to have you on. I Like I said, I, I saw your work at your exhibit and just fell in love with it. I love your style. Ah, you must like color. I do. I love color <laughs> and I love the collage and the women and the whole, the whole nine. So let's dive in. We usually start with um, just a little bit of a personal note. What is your family life like and how does that balance with your art world? Uh, I am an empty nester of about 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's funny because people ask me because I do all sorts of things and people always ask me, um, you know, how do you do that? How do you find the time? I'm like, I don't have a family life. Also, I mean, so I have two kids and they are almost 30 and 29. And um, of course, empty nester for 10 years, but they don't even live in the same state that I live in. So one's in Amsterdam and one's in California. So my family life is me and my husband. Wow. That's great though. And you've got great places to travel. Yeah. And we do, and we travel a lot. Um, but you know, given that it just, it, it really, I have a lot of time. And, and if, if any of you have been working parents, you know, once those kids go off to school, even though you're working full time, you, you're just like, wow, all the time that I have, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, wow, look at this. And, and that's, you know, that's where I started kind of doing all this stuff was looking for things to do. Wow. Okay. So how long, that's not my next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How long have you been doing art? So really only I've been out in Texas for six years. And so about five of those, I started about a year in after I moved here. Um, If you don't include furniture painting, because I started with furniture painting about 10 years ago and that just slowly morphed. And um, eventually I started painting flowers on furniture which is us literally where it started I was painting flowers on furniture not on canvas and and eventually I just wanted to challenge myself so but really I've only been practicing art art like on canvas for less for about five years that's amazing because you're just stellar and so that's (laughs) a long way in a short time that's great I get that way with obsessions, you know, I mean, it's that, it's that ADD, you know, like you just get obsessed with things and you mm-hmm. get hyper, hyper-focused. Yeah. And um, I'm either not focused or I'm hyper-focused. Nowhere in I between. That. I get that. <laughs> okay. So if, since you have the free time, do you have um, like a schedule that you work or do you just work when, when the mood strikes or what? Uh, so it's, I guess, I guess I would call it an open-ended schedule. So I have, because I do so many different things, right. Um, I have to write in, in my, I have a a paper, um, calendar, right. Mm -hmm. And I keep a calendar and I have to write a to-do list. I have to write every single day. I have to do that. That's the ADD, ADHD thing. Um, Mm -hmm. but I also block out time. 
And so I have the times when I'm teaching Pilates. I know what days I'm doing that. The times when I have, you know, I'm working at the gallery down the street. And then the times that are open times. And the open times are times for me to do the art that I want to do, right? And there's scheduled times when I have to do the art that I have to do. But my open times are really left for me to just really do whatever I want to do. And, and if it's not art, it's not art, but often it is. Oh, cool. Okay. So what do you mean when you say art that you have to do and art that you want to do? This is, I think this is like, uh, this plagues a lot of artists, right? Is that sometimes we start doing art um, and we, you know, we, in order to sell, or for me, I teach a group, right, of women. So I have a group of like 100 women, and it's a subscription group. And I have to produce art to teach for them. So I have to, if I'm not comfortable, you know, creating what I'm going to create with them, like, on the whim, I have to practice it and do it. And so that's art that I have to do. It's always, it's not always art that I want to do, not that I don't enjoy it, but you know, if we're doing a tutorial of a bird on a branch, did I wake up that morning and say, my God, I cannot wait to paint a bird on a branch? (laughs) Probably not, right? right? The way I think most artists like to create is spontaneously. Um, Or, I mean, that's where the magic happens for me. That's where I I feel like, oh, my God, I love, 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 love being an artist, you know? Right. Um, But with the other stuff, I feel like I love, love, love being a teacher. But sometimes having that, it's like, well, I love being a teacher. But sometimes you have to come up with things that your students want to learn versus things that you want to play with and explore. Okay. Okay. By the way, I'm listening. Uh, By the way, can you hear the construction in my house? No. Okay, good. We'll just keep going. (laughs) I cannot hear anything. I've got construction going and there's saws going in in the background. I was worried about if if this was okay. Um, Okay, so um, you mentioned that you you teach Pilates. You have all these different plates that you're spinning. I'm just curious, is your dream to eventually do full-time art or do you like the balance of doing all those different things? Um, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a really, no, I like the balance. I, I, my dream is not to not do Pilates. I just started that. And, um, I have before I used to be a yoga teacher before I moved out here instructor and I stopped doing that. And I, I, I dove into art and, full-time art, right? But I've never been a full-time artist. I've been full-time in the art field, right? As a creative life coach, as a art business coach, as a retreat, you know, the retreats, I know we're going to talk about that. Um, And I think that's just the way my brain works, right? Is like, I just have to have a lot of coals in the fire. Now, I would like time, more time to focus solely on my art. And I'm trying to, you know, reimagine and recreate my life and my daily schedule and my work to allow for that. Um, but I, I just every time I think like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to wake up every single day and do the same thing. Not that art would be the same thing, but do it the same, you know, like wake up and be in my studio from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m., 
I just think like, that's not the way your brain works, Kara. You've never done that. I've always had many, many, many different irons. Is that the sayings? Irons yeah. or coals? Irons fire. In the fire. Yeah. 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 I get that. I, I, I think, I think we might be on the same page here. And my, yeah. And my art shows the same way. Like I don't, people are like, well, what's your niche? There's no niche. Right. <laughs> There's no what niche. You enjoy. It's, it's, it's what I feel like doing that day. And it might be something very emotional or it might be something very whimsical. It might be flowers or it might be um, drip painting. I don't know. I just know I love it all. And so how am I supposed to choose, you know, <laughs> but I work, I'm working on a strategy for that. So Are we'll you? see. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about being a creative coach. That's, that sounds really fun. So I have, I've always been a coach at, in some way, shape or form my entire life. So from coaching athletics and then for 32 years, I was in the education field and I was an educational coach. So I've always been like this, okay, let me show you some strategies and let's do it. Rah, rah, you know, you can do it, you know, and, and if you follow these, you know, just helping people and, um, and so when I dove into this field of art, it was, and I was doing everything online on Facebook and all that, I would naturally start sharing all of, you know, my strategies for growing my business and, and all of that. I would just start naturally sharing it. And so I had the idea to start my creative group where, you know, I provide tutorials to them every single week. But within that group, I also provide coaching. So we provide, I provide, you know, help them with their social media, help them with business ideas. If they're a creative and they want to start a business, you know, if they want to go from hobby to, you know, making some money at it. So I share those ideas. Um, I did have a business group, but that was one of the things that was taking me away from my art too much. And so now instead of having two groups, I have one group and I call it business light. So I give them, you know, light coaching. And then if people want to sign up for coaching, they can sign up on my website and, and have more on ones. Okay. Very cool. Okay. And then you also do artist retreats. Yes. It's absolutely my favorite thing that I do. Um, we do them once a year, but my, and my husband does all the cooking. So my husband and I do it together. He's a, um, a, a chef by hobby. If he would, if, if you would ask him what he wants to do all day long, it would be to cook for people. Um, and he's a really, really good chef. So the food at our retreats is one of the highlights, but right now my retreats are for the people who are in my creative group who pay the subscription, but we are planning on expanding the retreat program. And by 2024, I should have two a year and by 2025, three a year. Oh. And those will be for everyone. And um, they are very, they're all inclusive. So when you sign up for retreat, you get all sorts of art, right? And depending on the retreat, it would be different art, right? Um, but like the retreats that I've had in the past, will I'll have several artists come and you get to take all these different workshops and it's super cool. And you get all of your food. Uh, we meet every single night and we have, you know, artist discussions and wine and you know all all the whole things i really 
I feel like retreats should be a time to really, really get pampered and spoiled. And so when I do, like I've been to retreats where it's just, you go to the retreat and you do all of the art, but then no food or anything's provided. And I'm just like, no, our retreat's going to be really cool. And everyone's going to leave stuffed and just their cup will be full from all different, you know, angles. So yeah, fat and happy. That's how I like yeah. it. And they're for women. <laughs> They're for women. And I, I, people, you know, I have some artist friends who are men and they're, well, they're like, why not men? I'm like, I'm sorry guys, but it's a safe zone for women. And we are different. We are different when we're not around you. I mean, my husband's the only man there and I, and I love being around men too, but we are different when we don't have to, you know, contend with, um, you know, with, with the guys. So yeah, mixed company. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is it like trying to make a profit at your passion? Does that ever make it feel like a burden? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question. You yeah. know, I think it's hard and I don't think I'm, I'm like everybody else. There's times when it's great and things are flowing and there's times when it's more and more difficult. And um, I think I think as artists, a lot of us go into this field because it started as a hobby and then we want to make it a business. And I think part of the problem is, is, is remembering to enjoy it or else you need to get another hobby. Right. <laughs> right. That is an end, like, you know, the little mouse in the treadmill trying mm -hmm. to get a hobby so you can enjoy life and have some enjoyment time. And the most important thing is to step back and enjoy it and, um, you know, and, and do what you can and, and what you feel comfortable with to sell your art. Um, like for the longest time, I didn't do a lot of shows because I don't really love doing shows and setting up. Um, but I just, just, you know, I decided that I have to start doing the big show here in McKinney, the arts in bloom, because it's a big show and it's profitable for most artists. And so I had to make that, you know, that adjustment in the way I think like I'm going to do that show because I know that show is going to be good for my profit, but the rest of it, I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great, great philosophy. Okay. Tell us about your workspace. Um, I know you have a studio at the last art gallery. Do you have a studio at home? I do. So it's right, uh, I'm in my bedroom right now and it's, it, it is the garage that we turned into a studio. It has French doors on it. Um, so it's a nice big space. I have the whole, this, the, the house is hundred years old. It used to be a carriage house and it burnt down in the forties. And so the space is really big. And then on the outside of it, my husband has his workspace, his, it wraps around. And so there's two indoor workspaces, but I have the full two car area of the garage. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's a lot of space, but it's when a it's hundred degrees in Texas, mm -hmm. even in the air conditioning window unit, that space gets very, very hot. So in the middle of the summer, I don't, I don't do big projects. I, I save those for spring, fall, and winter. And that's when I work out there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I love at the last art gallery because I get to see people, you know, yeah. so I work and people come in and talk and, 
I mean, that's, oh, that's just always really great for artists, for people to come talk to us. And then also that's like when the sales come is when you're, you know, talking with everybody right. and aging. Yeah. Right. I wonder yeah. if, that's, if that's hard to get work done with people coming in and out or um, if there's a flow to it. Um, you it's know, not constant, is it? Well, on the weekends, it's constant, um, but it's not hard for me because I enjoy it. Um, I'm an introvert, but it's good for me. And once I get in that zone, I'm very happy with it. And I think it really um, motivates me and inspires me and it keeps me going, you know. So for me, I, I haven't I probably have more problem here because I'm distracted by the dog and the, you know, all the stuff <laughs> and all the things I can play yeah. with, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Do you have any rituals um, for your mindset or creativity practices? Um, different things like meditation or Pilates or journaling. What do you do? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would call them rituals, but I think it's the things that I need. Cause I don't necessarily do everything at the same time or what have you, but it's the things that I need to do every day to make me feel focused and centered. And, um, I, 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 I practice Pilates, um, but that doesn't mean I do Pilates every day. I teach a couple times a week, but that, I guess that's on the, on not really having to do much with it. I walk every day. So I walk every single morning um, with my dog. Um, thanks to my dog. That's probably why I walk every day. <laughs> but I walk with my dog every day. And I have always found that the days that I don't walk are so hard for me to focus. You yeah. know, because just like I'm out there in nature. I don't put headphones on and I just really soak it all in. And I, I love that walk. Um and then outside of that, I mean, I do meditate, but it's not, it's not a ritual um, with my art. My meditation is just something I do when I'm feeling really stressed. I'll take myself away to my little spot. Um, and music. I have to have music on. Yeah. What kind of music do you like when you're doing art? Ah, uh, you know, I love singers and songwriters music. Yeah. Um, I love all music and it's some, sometimes it could be very high energy music. It just depends. But a lot of times, like I love on Pandora, the, um, Van Morrison station, oh, you know, yeah. just, I, I, I love being calm and relaxed, but with a little energy. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good station. I'm going to check that out. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is your current favorite medium? And is that what you've always done or has it evolved from something else? My current favorite medium um, that I've been working on and I had to take a break because the summer um, is, well, it's raw canvas work. So working on raw canvas. And so that's what my whole collection at the McKinney Art Gallery is right now. And it is, it's fluid art on raw canvas, um, but I spent a whole year trying, investigating and trying to figure out how to do it because not a lot of people do it. Mm. And then, you know, finding the people who did it, who would ask, who would answer questions sure. is another thing, right? Which right. is frustrating because I answer everybody's question. Um, 
but it's raw canvas and I use acrylic paint and I use um, a solution that works with the paint to make it kind of turn into a watercolor effect on the raw canvas. Mm. Otherwise, it just sits on the top of canvas. I need it to move and, and soak in um, and charcoal. Wow. That's, a, yeah. that's an interesting combination. Yeah, and I stretch my own canvases when I do that. And so I can make them any size. Um, and it's just, oh, it's it's so, so, so fun. That so sounds fun. really fun. I've, I've never stretched my own canvas. So I bet it's it's just fun knowing how to do all every little step. Yes. Yeah. And it took me, I mean, I it took me a year to figure it out because I was trying, I was looking at this art that's like, oh my gosh, how is this done? And I was playing with it. And I'm like, nah, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And then finally, slowly, I started getting all the information that I needed. And I just like, I love it. I adore it. it so, yeah, sounds rewarding. Um, so that goes right into the next question. How would you describe your style? And was it hard developing your style? Hmm. So people tell me that I have a style and they can see my style. And then I always say like, I, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't know that I have a style, um, but I'm starting to see it. Um, number one, it's color forward, right? I, so I like the bright, vivid colors. I try to go with some dull muted colors. I try all the time and it just never works for me. Um, <laughs> But two, I would, I'm starting to see that it is um, more free and loose and almost messy. And, okay. and sometimes, and I see that because I like to splash paint on, I like to scribble. Um, if I'm doing drip art, I like to whip the paint around. And so now I'm starting to see like if my collages, you know, and I doodle around them, it's literally loose scribbles around them. Yeah. And um, it's like not clean art. There's one thing that I do that's the opposite of that. Um, and that's like doodling. Like I do these tight doodles, almost like, um, oh gosh, now I forgot the word. You probably know. Um, anyways, they're just tighter doodles, but I, everything else is just loose and free and colorful. So I okay. guess free and colorful. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, and you have a lot of collage and like, I love getting up close and seeing all the writing and reading, reading the words. Layers. Yes. Yes. I, mm -hmm. I love, love, love layers. Um, I love, um, surprises. I love messages. So mm -hmm. like all my pieces that I, that are women are really, really about, um, equality, you know, and, and, and women's struggle with equality or women's struggle with being seen. Um, you know, and, and that's what all of my, if you see a, a piece of a woman, right. With a big, the a woman's face on it or what they're always, there's always a message in there about that. I love that. My favorite. Um, and, and I should have looked at it right before this. It's, it says silence. Um, what does it say? Silence is harmful. Yes. I love that one. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's the pop art one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love it when people come into my studio and I have these gals, these three gals and, um, they came in and they were like almost in tears because they were reading everything that was in some of the art and they were getting it and they wanted it so bad, but they couldn't, you know, and I know, I mean, those pieces are pricey. They wanted them, you know, but it brought me like to emotion because that doesn't happen every day where people see it and they get it and they get those pieces. Cause those are my pieces that I do when I'm frustrated or, you know, and I, and I want to send a message and I want to put a message out there. Um, and I, and I love doing them because of that. Cause I'm like just putting it all down on canvas. That's so special. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite work of art that you've done? Maybe something that you refuse to sell or. <laughs> I refuse to sell nothing. <laughs> no, I, it's so funny because I had made a piece just recently and I wasn't going to sell it. It was a squirrel because that's the other thing I, I like is the zoomorphia. And I said, I, I literally said it online. I'm not selling this. This is for my own house because I have squirrels outside. And I named, you know, I named it out of one of my favorite squirrels that I, I promised that I can recognize. Everybody else says I'm crazy. Um, but and then somebody asked if they could buy it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, I took a picture. Story. Yeah, I, I, oh, I took a picture so I could make a print. Um, I don't have any favorite art because it all changes. Um, I have lots that I love and lots that I'm, you know, like, okay about, right? You know, yeah. uh, but I guess the ones that I really love, it doesn't bother me if they hang around for a long time unsold because I enjoy them. It's like all, you know, like the women and all that, they're only going to sell every once in a while because it's for a particular buyer. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so it's, it's too hard to name, you know, a piece that's a favorite because it's, yeah. they're just all about different things. You know, I love that you don't love everyone. Cause I, I do that too. But I've learned like when I have a festival or something to take them all because sometimes those are what sell. And I I, <laughs> I have to bite my tongue not to go, you want that? That one's kind of I know. Up. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. I, I just had that a piece that was like really taking up space in my studio a few months ago. I had had that piece for three years and it was hidden. I mean, I probably didn't even know it was there, you know, and this gal was in my studio and we were talking and really talking up a storm. And then all of a sudden she zoned in and she looked over my shoulder and she's like, what's that? And I'm like, what? And she's like that. She's pointing to it. And I was like, oh, that? And she goes, oh my gosh, I have to have that. And I was just like, <laughs> yes, it's out of here. <laughs> I, I mean, in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God somebody wants it because I don't, you know, um, but it was super nice, you know, and it, yeah. and, and I made it, I did love it. And then I just like, it sat for three years and then you go like, I guess it sucks, you know? Yeah. You start but doubting yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you ever get stuck or unmotivated? 100%. Yeah. Okay. How do you handle it? Do you tackle it or walk away from it or what? Two different, I, I think two different ways. And it just depends. There's been times when I haven't, you know, had that desire or motivate or, or motivation, like you said. And, um, 
I guess one thing that I will do is walk away for it, from it and just like not worry about it. I used to worry about it, right? Mm -hmm. But not worry about it. Um, but I found that the best way to get out of it is to do something that is easy for, go back to one of my old standbys, do something that's easy for me and start doing it you know, a few times over and over again, and then all of a sudden you're going to change it and move and whatever. And then you're back kind of in the flow of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I do. There, that I need to feel that success to get back on the horse. Yeah. And I think for me, um, because I have to, I have, I teach a tutorial every single week. Um, sometimes those tutorials get me unstuck because I have to do it. Um, and, and, but then sometimes I'm not in the zone when I'm doing the tutorial and I'll teach it. And I'm just like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> that was terrible, you know? <laughs> and it's like, cause I'm not in my thing. I'm not in my zone and I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. And I'm yeah. just kind of through. And so that does happen every once in a while. And I feel like, oh my gosh, those ladies think I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I'll bet it's fine. But yeah, we're hard on ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. How do you decide on a subject? I do. I, it, they pick me. I yeah. mean, it, you know, I, I don't look for inspiration so much as I just find it. It picks me. I feel like I, I, uh, I don't know. Like I just will get this wild hair, like, Oh my gosh, I want to try this or I want to do this or like I love the drip art with the black and white drip art that I do. And I'll, I'll put that aside for a whole year and not do any of it. And then all of a sudden, Oh, I'll get motivated because somebody will buy one of my pieces. And then I'm like, Oh, I got to make more, you know? Yeah. And then, and then I just, you know, find a subject to drip on. <laughs> Great. That's great. Okay. What makes you feel successful? When people buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, um, I always say if, I mean, if you're in art for the money, no, that's probably going to be a disaster. Um, because I can't, if I paint for the money, if I paint for the cell, it's just, it, it, it's not coming from my heart. What really, truly, truly makes me feel successful is when people, are talking to me about my art like when that's why I love being in my studio in McKinney because they talk to you and they tell you you know I mean whether they buy it or not when they're telling you you know you have beautiful work that is that person didn't have to say that they could have just right. walked by you know like you do when you're shopping but they stop and tell you that and that's really really what makes me feel successful is just like seeing somebody else react to my art and I want them to smile um, laugh, um, be disturbed, um, or be wowed, you know? So if it's any of those, you know, that I feel like, okay, that's success. I made him feel. Wow. Okay. You talked about this a little bit. Um, and I probably should just skip it. You don't travel with your art. You do arts in bloom every year. Yes. Well, I have never done Arts in Bloom. So I've done I've done several shows. Um, I would do the Millhouse show and, you know, and I do my show at the Cove. And I decided a couple of years ago that I did not want to do any shows anymore. 
And I'm changing that this year because I feel as an artist and making this a career, I at least need to do the biggest show around, (laughs) which is Arts in Bloom. And so I will start there. I probably won't do any other than that because I really, truly, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to make myself enjoy it. Right. (laughs) But I really (laughs) do not enjoy that process. The setup is rough. The setup's rough. Yeah, the time is rough, you know, and, and so I just, um, I'm going to do it because I'm just going to try to put on my big girl panties and be a professional and do it. And that's probably the only one I'll do. And, and you have your studio at the last art gallery. And then do you um, use online sales or just? Yes, yes. In fact, um, I know this won't be airing, so you, um, you cut it out if you need to. I do a, well, tomorrow with my group, I do an online marathon sale. And so that's going on from 2 p.m. until 7 p.m. And each person gets to come on, not each person, but whoever wants to do it gets to come on and sell. And so I do that and I start off the sale with my stuff and I do that twice a year. So online selling really works well for me, um, but I try not to do it too often because I don't want people to, you know, get sick of it. So I just do it twice a year and I say, this is only happening twice a year. And I usually have deep discounts on certain pieces and, and, and it's, it works very well. Very nice. Okay. This may be published tomorrow so that we'll, we'll leave it in there. That way people can check it out. Well, that's on how, Facebook. <laughs> on face, I was about to say, how would they find you on Facebook? Yes. So that's, that will be happening on my page on Kara's Color Me Creative. Um, that's my Facebook account. That's also my Instagram. And I also have a Kara Lockwood Art. That's my more focused art Instagram is Kara okay. Lockwood Art. Kara's Color Me Creative is my all over the place. Here's Kara doing whatever she wants to do that day. Yeah and art okay i'm making notes um okay what about clients do you have any uh favorite client stories good bad or ugly no names of course (laughs) (laughs) i don't have any ugly stories i really really don't everybody who i've ever sold to has been wonderful um and i mean i all I can say is my very, very, very first client um, that I had, like, and still thinking about that day can bring me to tears. And mm-hmm. it happened, and it, it happened, um, I was sitting, I had a space at the Lone Star Mercantile, and I was painting furniture, and I had just started doing art, and I knew when I started doing art that I loved art, and I knew that's where I was going to go. Um, but I didn't know if I was any good and I wasn't really back then, but I did this abstract piece and um, I was sitting in the corner because I was working on my tagging and this woman's looking at it and I'm just just kind of looking at her with the side of my eye, you know, (laughs) and she looks at, and I was real shy about my art back then. And and she said, "Uh, are you the artist? And I said, yes. And she goes, this piece is stunning. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And mm. I started crying right in her face. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, what, what, what? And I'm like, 
it's just that I want to be an artist so bad and I just started doing this and you just made my day and I, you know, just crying and she bought it. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah, is I'll never forget that. And that kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of one of those things. Don't forget where you came from, you know. I'll yeah. never forget that that don't very... forget that feeling. Yeah. That's yeah. Special. yeah. What yeah. did it look like? Can you describe it? It was an abstract. Yeah, it was an abstract and it was colorful and really thick. And I literally took paint and swiped it on using the same motion going in all different directions. And um, I have, I'm trying to think if there's anywhere where you can see it. I mean, there's bags printed with it on it because I took lots of photographs of it because I really like was happy with it. But yeah, it's this very, very, very colorful abstract and all the brush strokes are the same motion, but going in different directions, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then I splat on it, which that was probably the I start love, of my splatting. <laughs> I love doing that. I, I'm getting into that. Yes. So fun. I'm in, um, I share this all the time, but I'm in an online art school and it's broken into units and I've been doing oil and drawing. And I'm finishing that in the next week and go- going into mixed media. And it's like drips and splatters and yes. everything. So I'm so yes. excited. Let it go. I'll be coming to you with questions. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> what artists do you look up to? Mm. Um, I, I think the one, the artist that I really, really have taken an interest in learning about was Helen Frankenthaler. Okay. And she is the person who originated, well, I wouldn't, I don't know if she's, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Um, but right. She, she became famous for the soak and stain method. And that when I'm, when I'm using raw canvas, that's the basis for what I'm doing. And um, I didn't even know about her and still, until I started playing with the raw canvas and trying to learn about it. And then right. I, her, um, and that really, that really helped me actually learn more. And then I was just excited to learn about her. Right. Oh, wow. First women artist that was able to make a full-time career out of being an artist while still living. Really? Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. She really, um, um, really blazed the trail for a lot of us. Very cool. I'll, I'm excited to look her up. Okay, do you have a muse? So no. <laughs> I ha- I have a, a picture that I bought for my studio that says I am my own muse. <laughs> that might be you. I, my brain that does not shut up is is my muse. It just doesn't shut off. And so I'm always thinking, and like I said, it's that I don't look for inspiration. It finds me and and it's and I constantly am seeing things and whether it's nature or whether it's art from some other artist that I look at, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got to figure out how to do that. Um, it's just my, my, yeah, no muse. Just, it just doesn't stop. <laughs> Wheels turning. That's great. Yes. Okay. Do you have advice for your younger self or an emerging artist? I love that question. Um, <laughs> I think advice for anybody going into the field of art is, is just continue doing what you love. 
And if you find a niche doing what you love and you can stick with that, stick with it. But if you like me, I can't, you know, I can go back and forth. I can go back to it, but I have to always explore and do new things. So, and that's just the way my brain works. But if you're doing what you love, then your chances at success are going to be so much greater. I feel. That's true. That's great advice. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, do you have any events or shows coming up? You have Arts in Bloom in the spring. Arts in Bloom is in April. I have a show at another show at the Cove, March 9th and 10th. Oh, great. Yeah. And then I have um, my sale tomorrow or well, that would be on Friday. Yeah. Which would today if if this is airing tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yep we'll put it on tomorrow that out and um my retreat in april and then uh, in the fall of next year of 2024 i will be holding my first retreat open to the public nice yeah okay uh last question how can people find you like uh, your social media you mentioned it earlier but let's get yeah get the rundown yeah. of all of your all of your social media, social media. So, I mean, you can look up Kara Lockwood uh, and, and it will pop up, um, but care on Facebook and Instagram, it's Kara's color me creative. And that's with a C um, CCC. And I also have Kara Lockwood art. That's my art only um, Instagram page. So it's more serious. I don't post as much on there. And then my, my newest kind of adventure is I've always had a YouTube channel and um, I used to do all sorts of furniture painting on there and I'm kind of transitioning that channel to incorporate my um, Pilates and kind of healthy living. So, and I'm incorporating creativity into that. So that's called balanced living with Kara Lockwood. I love that. Yeah. I've got to write it down with. Carol Lockwood. And I can get this from you later, but I like to yeah, put it in the show notes. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we sign off? I don't think so. I'll probably, I'll probably remember something later. <laughs> yeah, we covered, we covered a lot. Okay. Well, thank you for being on. I appreciate it so much. And don't forget to go to our Instagram or Facebook for at the heart of art podcast to see the pictures of what we're talking about Kara and her work. You'd be helping us if you follow our accounts and continue to spread the word. Thanks for listening and go do something creative today. Thank you so much for being on. That was fun. Thank you. That was great fun. I appreciate it. That was great. I feel like I found a kindred spirit. We have a lot in common. So I'll be contacting you. <laughs> awesome. 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 Okay. Thank you so much. You are welcome, Pam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.